1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, it says this. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. This is God's word and it is true and it is given to us out of his love. You may be seated. And Caleb's going to come on up and, and preach. Thanks, man. Hey, it's good to be with you guys uh, today. I was here, um, I don't know, maybe a few months ago. And um, I can see who wasn't at church last time because I recognized. So I'm taking note of that. But um, not really. I met someone in the lobby and they're like, I, I, I haven't seen you before. I'm like, oh, so that means you weren't here on this date. Uh, but it's good to be with you today. Um, we uh, have a church in Denver, True Life Church, and love always being a part of uh, the family of, if you're new, maybe you don't know, but part of the family of churches uh, in Acts 29, and just love being able to share brotherhood and friendship with Colbert and Kelly, and even just partnership with uh, you guys here. So I'm excited to be with you guys today, and um, just going to talk about the Christian life, really, and... Um, what it looks like to fully experience the Christian life. Because if you are a Christian, maybe you're not a Christian and you're wondering about Christianity and wonder about some of the things that Christianity says that it offers, but there's a lot of things in the Christian life that, that we hope to experience. And we're all across the board. That could be different things. Maybe that's uh, you read the Bible and or you hear sermons and you hear, man, I can be encouraged by God and I, I want to live my life encouraged by God or I want to live my life experiencing the love of Jesus. I want to live my life experiencing God's presence. I want to live my life with a, a confidence and a boldness. I want to live my life not under shame and guilt and just kind of wondering, man, do I have what it takes to be a good dad or to be a good mom or to be a good husband or a good father, or a good worker. And I mean, we wrestle with some of those kind of worth issues and we want to be able to experience the Christian life of knowing, man, in Christ, I, I don't have to worry about that. I have a firm standing. There's all these different things when you open up the Bible or when you hear sermons and you go, man, if that's what the Christian life is, I want to experience that, right? I mean, all, if you can think about all the different things you've heard of what the Christian life is and to go, man, I, I would want to experience that. I want to, I want to live in that. I want to fully experience all that the Christian life says that it offers. But oftentimes we find that that's difficult. And the question that I want to pose us today is this, how can we get all that is offered in life with Jesus? How can we get all the different things that I just said, how can we get the experience of the love of God and comfort and encouragement and, and a perseverance and difficulty and God's presence and suffering and confidence in the, in the middle of wondering, do I have what it takes? And all these different things. How can we get all that's offered in life with Jesus? And oftentimes, oftentimes the way that we go about that is say, well, what I need to do is read the Bible. And that's true and that's good. And we say, Man, I, you know what I need to do? I need to pray. Or maybe I need to read. Maybe there's a certain book about some of the different types of things. So if I, if I need more confidence or I need more boldness or I need uh, God's presence, I need to read a book about practicing God's presence or I need to read a book about um, God's love. And, and, and we kind of think, okay, I need to read my Bible or I need to pray or I need to study a particular subject or, or something like that. But, and all those things are good. I don't, don't hear me saying don't read your Bible and don't pray and don't read. Those are great things, okay? But... What happens oftentimes is when we want to experience the Christian life fully and yet the way we do that is by ourselves working on our relationship, our personal relationship with Jesus, it actually is elusive 
we actually can't experience fully the things that we would hope to experience. So when we go, man, I want the love of God and I want comfort in the middle of suffering and I want perseverance in the middle of difficulty and I want boldness and I want these things. I want to experience all that life with Jesus offers, all that I've heard that it offers. And so I'm going to work on my personal relationship with Jesus. What happens is we don't get it because the Bible says there's something different. The Bible says that, that we experience the Christian life in community. The Bible says that the way that we get all that is offered in life with Jesus, the way that we get that is in community. Because the Christian life is the community life. This verse up here that was just up there a second ago, if you were a fast reader, maybe you saw it. But it says this, it says, then, this is in the very beginning when God makes man and woman. And it says, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. You know what this says? It says, in our very DNA, in our very DNA, in the image of God, we are community people. Because God says, let us, let us, see the plural there? Because if you're a Christian, you know this. We, we believe that God is Trinity that he is Father, Son, and Spirit, that he has existed in eternal community, that God's very nature is community. And he says, let us make man and woman in our image, which means imprinted in us, in our very DNA. If you could open up and look at our very spiritual DNA, inside of it, we are community people. We are people people. The Christian life is the community life. The Christian life is the community life because that God wired us, built us in our DNA to be community people. That's how God designed us, which means this. It means that we will only ever fully experience what it means to be human, only fully experience what it means to be ourselves, only ever fully experience what it means to be Christian and life with Jesus in community, deeply connected with other people. It's in our very DNA. It's in our nature. It's how God made us. This is why even if you don't think about Christianity, but you just think about some of the worst torture that someone can experience, what is it? It's being alone. I mean, there's different gradients of this. If you think maybe, and maybe this is some of you here, being alone is really hard. Being lonely is very difficult. Some of you know that pain very much. But if you even go further down the line of in prison, and maybe some of you have been in prison. I don't know. Some of you look like it. Um, maybe, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, some, <laughs> um, just joking. But I, I visited people in prison. And some of the worst pain, someone, some of the, the biggest punishment they give people is solitary confinement, which is, man, you have blown it. So we're putting you by yourself. Or if you've seen the movie Castaway, I mean, it's... It's horrible to be by yourself. He has to paint a volleyball, right? He can't even handle being, even, even the most introverted of us, right? If you're very introverted and you go, man, I would love to be alone. What are you talking about? Okay, but you wouldn't want to be alone for eight years on a deserted island. You want a couple weeks off. You want a month off. Maybe you just want to, but some of the, even in horror movies and end of the world scenarios, sometimes what happens is somebody is now all by themselves, or if you've ever seen movies or read even true stories where people get stranded at sea and they're on a raft and they're with a friend and it's okay. 
and then the friend dies. And then they start going crazy. Because we are, Christian or not, in our very DNA, people, people. The Christian life is the community life. And so if we want to experience all that is offered in life with Jesus, yet oftentimes the way we try to do that is go, okay, I'm going to work on my personal relationship, Bible and praying and reading. We will miss out because the Christian life is the community life. See, all of those things I talked about, the love of God and the presence of God and perseverance and encouragement and comfort and all those different things, we get that in a very real way from Jesus. Comfort, encouragement, boldness, strength, love. We want that from Jesus. But how do you and I get that from Jesus? He's not physically standing here, right? So how do you get comfort from Jesus and his presence? And how do you get encouragement from him and him to lead you and help you and how do you get him to serve you? I mean, all these great things we believe about Jesus, how do we actually experience that most fully? Well, what 1 Corinthians says that we looked at a minute ago is this. And this has many different implications. This has implications of working together and different things, but, but look at what this says. It says, for just as the body, talking about our human body, for just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. And then a few verses later, kind of summarizes this and says, Now you, talking to the church, you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. Now here's what this is saying. And again, this has implications for working together and we all have different gifts. But you know what this is saying? The church is the body of Christ. The church is the, where do we get the physical presence of Christ? It's the church. It's, the church is the body of Christ, which means if you want to fully experience Jesus and the Christian life, you have to go to all of him. See, you may be an arm. You may be a toe. You may be hair. But if all you had was the arm of Jesus, that might be nice and kind of creepy. And you could sell tickets. I've got the arm of Jesus, right? I mean, if all you had is the nose of Jesus, you would get something. But, but what Paul is saying here is the church is the fullness. It's the body of Christ. The church is where we experience Jesus. Community is where we meet. Jesus, the love of Christ, comfort, service, encouragement, his word, all of that is found in him. But that comes through others. And it comes not just by ourselves. Because by ourselves, we're just a part of the body. The body is deficient 
if it's just one member. Think about all a body can do. But think about what would be lacking if it was just one member. I mean, if my hand said, I want a donut, it can't do it by itself. It can grab it, but it needs feet to walk it to the donut place. It needs a mouth to be able to taste it. It needs eyes to be able to choose it. To fully experience life, to fully experience what it means to walk with Jesus and experience life with Jesus, we cannot do that by ourselves. So how can we get all that is offered in life with Jesus? It comes not by just working on our personal relationship. It comes through encountering Jesus. And he says he's present fully in the church. This is how we become fully alive. If you want to experience all that there is in life with Jesus, you get that not just by yourself. I'm just telling you, you never will find it by yourself. You'll always be feeling something's lacking. And if I could just know more of God's love, if I could just know more of God's presence with me. And God wants more for you than that. God wants you to have all that you long for in the Christian life. Maybe even things you've given up hope on. He wants you to have that. But he says that it's not just found with you and him. It's not just found relating to one part of the body, yourself, or even a couple. And I don't, I don't know exactly what that means for you. And in a while we'll talk around tables, but that might mean getting into a community group if you're not a community group. Or even if you are in one, taking more steps to fully engage there. Now, the truth is this, even though that's where it's found, a lot of stuff gets in the way, right? We're going to talk about what gets in the way of this. Because you might go, well, that's great. The Christian life, experience in community, all that, all that is offered in life with Jesus, it's to be found in Christian community, but isn't that difficult? Can we be honest about that? Anything beautiful, anything important is hard to build and to keep. You think about some great work of art. It takes a long time to build. If you think about the Sistine Chapel. It takes a long time to build. If you think about the movie Lord of the Rings, it takes a long time to film, right? And I, I said those in progressive order of their compellingness, <laughs> at least for me and for all good Christians. Um, it takes a long time to get to something beautiful, right? And a lot of times we go, man, Christian life in community, that's great, but that's hard. And it is. I'm not saying it's easy. It's very hard. And it's not just hard to get, it's hard to keep. I mean, those of you that are married, what was easier? Getting there or now going, okay, now I actually got to keep this thing going. And it's not that hard to get married. Sorry if you're single. And it's very hard to get married. But once you're married, you can look back and go, man, it's not that hard. You just date a couple people, pick one, and go for it. But to stay married... To stay married, it's really hard, right? To enjoy all the beauty that is in marriage, that's hard. That's really hard. And community is the same way. It's hard to get and it's hard to keep and sustain. See, a lot of stuff gets in the way. 
But maybe let me encourage you because sometimes we look at the early church, especially if you've been a Christian for a while and you go, man, it's amazing. How come we don't have that? Here's a, here's a picture of the early church that's very famous. Acts 2, and all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings. They, they were fans of Bernie Sanders. And distributing the proceeds, just joking, and distributing, I know I'm in Falcon, and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. That's a beautiful picture, right? Everybody's sharing everything. No one has any needs. There's awe upon the souls. People are being saved. And we go, man, why can't we get back to the early church? That would be beautiful. Our community's so bad. We don't have what they had. But do you know that almost all the rest of the New Testament is written for the drama in the church? So here's just a, some samples of some stuff that was happening in the early church. James 2. If a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly, this, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place, while you say to the poor man, you stand over there, sit down at my feet, have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Can you imagine that? Somebody comes in looking good and somebody comes in looking not so good and, and we say, hey, you sit down at my feet. That was going on. And what about this one? Galatians. Look how, I mean, if Colbert talked to you like this, or if I talked to you like this, what would you even do? But imagine, imagine the scenario going on that, he, that Paul would speak to this church like this. He opens up saying, oh foolish Galatians. I mean, what if I started my sermon saying, oh foolish Missio Dei. I mean, you would go, whoa. But obviously there's some drama going on. Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, now you're trying to be perfected by the flesh? I mean, he, he, enough that he's calling them out. Or this one. This is Paul writing to the Corinthian church. When you come together, it's not the Lord's Supper that you eat. For in eating, each one goes ahead with his own meal. One goes hungry, another gets drunk. What? <laughs> I love that. Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I commend you in this? No, I will not. You know what he's saying? When you come to communion, you're getting drunk. I mean, if somebody came up here and was just like, and I don't even know if this is grape juice or wine, it was just like, oh, I'll take this. This is my portion, you know, and just starts chugging it. Oh, and, and then I'm hungry, so I'm going to grab that loaf of bread and that's mine. And he's like, what are you doing? You've got a house to eat and drink in. Or what about this? Same church. It's actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans for a man has his father's wife. He's like, look, MTV would be too ashamed to film what's going on here. I mean, he's like, you guys are out of your mind. So yes, you read Acts 2 and go, man, community is so beautiful. And we can idealize in our minds and maybe for you it's not Acts 2. Maybe it's a previous church you were at or maybe it's back in college or something like that. And you have this ideal, ah, oh, Christian community. It's so amazing, but it's so hard. Well, in the Bible, it paints a beautiful picture of community and yet it's difficult. Stuff gets in the way. 
And it might not be the same stuff for us. Maybe these aren't the issues that are getting in the way of community in your life. But it's issues. Busyness. Fear. Fear of uh, demands on our time and fear of what other people will think of us or past hurts. A lot of us have been hurt by other people, right? And so it's hard to enter into deep relationships if we go, man, I've been hurt before. I don't want to. It's hard. It's messy. It's difficult. Our own selfishness might be some of the issues. Sure, I want community. That sounds great. I can get a lot from that. People to help me move, people to make me meals. And we come in with selfishness and then it actually messes up community. I mean, a lot of stuff gets in the way. A lot of stuff gets in the way of community. So sometimes we just go, well, why even bother? I mean, it's hard, right? And the only reason to bother is because that is where the Bible says that the Christian life is to be fully experienced. That you will always miss out. You will always long for more of God. You will always think and hope, is there more? What if Jesus were right here? It would be so much easier. And Jesus says, I am in my church. You want my physical body? Here it is in the church. See, it's hard. It's difficult. We all want friendships, or at least we start that way. We all want friendships, but we find it's difficult. But is there a way? Is there a way to have something better than maybe what we have now, or to go deeper than maybe we are now? Is there a way to have something better? Here's the final thing we're going to talk about, which is this. How do we actually get community? How do we get all that's offered in the Christian life? How do we get all that's offered in life with Jesus? The Bible says you get it in community, not by yourself. And yet community is difficult. A lot of stuff gets in the way. And so how do we get community then, since it's so difficult? How do we get it? Sometimes the way we try to get it is we try to go after the things that make up community. So if in community, the community that we would long for is people that are servant-hearted, we say, you know what, I'm going to try to work on being servant-hearted. Or if the thing that we want in community is love, we go, I'm going to try to be a more loving person. We try to go after those components that make up Christian community or what we hope it would make up. A lot of times that's how we try to get it. 